Good morning, Mike Broomhead. Oh, good morning, Jamie. What a night. Um, yeah, you know, you and Jim Sharp have got to be pretty tired of yeah, some long election you know, hours. I don't want to complain about my night in early day when Jim, think about Jim, that guy. Yeah, we both showed oh. up here about three this morning. Oh, my so. gosh. Well, um, it, was a, it was a long night, but it was a fun night. So uh, thank you, everyone, that tuned in for our election coverage. Uh, and the KTAR news team did a, a stellar job, as always, of making sure everybody was informed. We're going to continue that coverage as the day goes on. I'm sure you may have heard the numbers dropped again this morning. We had a new drop and things have tightened in many of the races. We now see uh, Blake Masters is down by six points. Uh, or, I'm sorry, five points to Mark Kelly. So that race still seems like a pretty widespread, but it's point six. With between Katie Hobbs and Carrie Lake, Carrie Lake has continued to close the gap there. She is down just under a, a 12,000 votes, so that is narrow. And when you're talking about the number of votes that have been cast, that is a very, very small number. Uh, Adrian Fontes has, still has a pretty good-sized lead over Mark Fincham for the Secretary of State. The Attorney General's race is razor-thin, two-tenths two of a percent. She is uh, Chris Mays is leading Abe Hamaday by just under 4,000 votes. That is incredible tight. And Kimberly Yee looks like she's going to be safe. But the bigger story I think this morning is uh, Tom Horn has now gone four-tenths of a percent over Kathy Hoffman for the superintendent of public instruction. So those uh, statewide races, way too close to call. Um, it was a big night last night. Um, when we saw the numbers drop, it was some cases 14, 15, 16-point leads for Democrats. And now they've narrowed to well within the margin of error with Republicans closing the gap. We'll see how this all plays out in the long run. Um, what I want to focus on here is um, the election, what the, the mistakes that were made in Maricopa County. Bill Gates, the head of the, uh, the, uh, of the county board of supervisors, the chair, um, they had a presser last night, and this is what Mr. Gates had to say. There was no one who came today with, an, with a valid ID who was turned away from the polls. Those people were given a ballot. They were given the opportunity to fill out the ballot. And then if the ballot was not going through this tabulator, they then had the option to put it down here in box number three. So um, I, I think they're handling it as well as they can handle it because this is pretty bad. Um, it is um, a time when things needed to be as close to perfect as possible because nothing ever is. And it was very, very far from that. Now, it's um, it, it, sometimes I, it could it be the way the ballots are cut because, you know, they're, they're very specific in these machines. Um, does this mean that there was no way that there was voter fraud because of a ballot that's a legit ballot isn't counted? Um, then you know that a, an illegitimate ballot won't be counted by that machine either. So no fake ballots are going to get through. That was one angle I heard on this. But in the end, when people have difficulty voting, it is hard to get people out to vote. People carve time out. So you've got uh, uh, the messaging out there is where I think this is skewed. And I'm talking about the people that want to fix the elections in Arizona. I understand the frustration and I would love to see this repaired as well so that we don't go through it anymore. There are always going to be people that accuse others of cheating, but you have to do the best you can. And I don't think we are doing the best we can. I don't think we are by a long shot. But the messaging of these ballot machines and everything else are a farce, but go and vote in person. Don't mail your ballot in. It's a mixed message. It, so which is it? And so hand counts are not a possibility. Machines are not a bad thing. 
but it's how this system works. If you think about the idea that they certify these machines before early voting starts, so about 30 days, they certify these machines. And then the machines are transported. The machines are then set up and plugged in, and then as far as I know, they're not touched. You can't touch them until you start using them on Election Day. So I don't know how many test runs they did. But what is interesting to me, and I don't know where the locations were where there were problems. I went to the Biltmore location, and I voted on Friday because I knew yesterday was going to be a nightmare day for us. But I wondered – If they had issues there, because there were no issues when I was there. So if they were being used in early voting in some of these early voting locations, um, I wonder what happened on Election Day, because they said it was an ink issue. And the problem is what you're doing is you're fueling the fire. There's two two things this morning and I think we should consider. And number one is that if people are election deniers, we've given them reason to doubt the veracity of our elections with the way this was handled. I'm not saying it's legitimate. I still think our elections are fair. I think every vote is going to be counted. I think Bill Gates is absolutely right when he said they had these options to do this and every vote will be counted. But they're not happy about the way this went and the perception of it either. The second thing is this. There was no violence. Now, there are going to be those that say there was no violence because they put razor wire and stuff up around the county recorder's office. I would venture to say what this shows you is that people are upset, but that doesn't mean that they're going to get violent. We weren't going to see them storm the gates. Did they put the razor wire up and the barricades up to make the people inside counting feel better? Maybe so. But we have to concede that there was no acts of violence. I don't even know that there were any threats of violence. Which is also a good thing. But how do we get, and we're going to talk more in the next segment of the show about this, how do we get to where we need to go without election denial? Because election denial across the country didn't do very well, especially in Arizona, or not as well as they should have. And there was problems in Pennsylvania, um, Here's a headline from Pennsylvania. I'm sick of this blank. Voters fume as Pennsylvania County problems persist. Pennsylvania rushes to correct mail ballots after court ruling. Um, Amazon's Alexa misinforms Tennesseans of the polling hours on Election Day. People were asking election uh, Alexa what the polling hours were, and the answers were there are no polling hours in Tennessee. Now, What that is, was that intentional? Who knows? I'm just telling you there were problems. Um, Nevada won't be done counting mail-in ballots for days. Same thing's happening here in Arizona. Um, But this is interesting, too. MSNBC contributor cast doubt on Georgia election. We can't say if it's fair and equitable. So, again, both sides of the aisle to some extent with election denial and more problems in places where questions have been asked for a long time. I want you to hear um, uh, Bill Gates was on with Gatos and Chad yesterday, and he said this. And again, we apologize for it. We wish that it would not have happened. And your point that some people are going to spread misinformation, they're going to do it. But I just want to make sure that people understand what actually did happen. And like I said, the fact that at the large majority of these vote centers, there was no issue at all. So let me lay something out for you. And this is the perfect storm in a bad way is you've got elections that are immensely close. You now have Kerry Lake within six tenths of a percent, 0.6 percent 
And you've got um, Abe Hamaday and Chris Mays separated by two-tenths of a percent right now in those races. At a time when people weren't able to vote the way they should have been able to vote, the options were given them to drop things in a ballot box. Well, you all know that – and people are entitled to their opinions. The reason why people went to the polls was because they didn't want to drop a ballot into a ballot box. And so this is the perfect storm in a bad way. I feel horrible for Stephen Richer. This was not his fault, but he's the face of Maricopa County elections, and he stood up and took it like a trooper. Stephen Richer stood up and said, I will take the uh, take the the arrows for this. And Bill Gates stood up and did the same thing. In the end, I believe they're going to get it right. But man, this doesn't look good. So what we're going to do in the next segment is take up a, 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 a conversation about what happened last night, what should have been a red wave, and is this going to be a referendum on Donald Trump? We'll do that in a moment. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. Hey, thanks so much for being here. You just heard the update on the elections. We'll go over some of these numbers again. It's getting very, very close. Now, it is. There are a couple of races. Um, Mark Kelly uh, with a five-point lead over Blake Masters. You've got Adrian Fontes with a five-point lead over Mark Fincham. Other than that, these races have really tightened up. Kerry Lake is within half a point. Uh, Chris Mays leads eight. Hamaday in the uh, attorney general's race by two-tenths of a percent. That's less than half a point. Um, uh, Kimberly Yee is out in front fairly far. And Tom Horn has overtaken Kathy Hoffman in the superintendent of public instructions race. So that's going to be an interesting thing to watch. We're going to talk about the propositions, congressional races, some of the important legislative races to find out what the uh, who will control the two chambers of the legislature. All that's still to come up today and talking about where those races are headed. But there was supposed to be a red wave, and I will tell you with the discontent in America, we've talked about this quite a bit of people being upset about the economy. Gas prices are continuing to go up. Heating oil prices are going up. People don't agree with Joe Biden on the economy or his energy policies. He is underwater in both of those polls. The numbers of what they've done at the border are abysmal, especially in a border state like Arizona. You look what's happened in Texas, and you look at the races there, and some of them are, you know, it's a mixed bag, but you saw their governor's race easily one by Governor Abbott in Texas. Ron DeSantis, there was a huge red wave in the state of Florida. So what happens in Arizona? What is happening here? And there's an interesting theory about President Trump, about the former president and the rejection of MAGA and the way the former president handles himself. Are Republicans moving away and moving on from Donald Trump? Here's a little bit. This is from ABC Rick Klein and what he said. Donald Trump got rejected. He had a lot of his candidates lose. Uh, the big momentum Republicans were, were hoping to, 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 to draw from this by uniting around him and behind him really didn't materialize. Uh, and I think there'll be a lot of Republican disappointment, even though they may end up controlling at least the House. I will say that I did not think that and I still believe that it's not true. I don't believe that democracy was at risk last night and yesterday and during this election season. I don't believe we were at risk of losing our democracy. But I also didn't believe that people were going to buy into that argument very much. I thought people would see through the scare tactic. And there are those that actually believe it that said it, but there are others that understand that you want to focus you want voters to focus on what you want them to focus on. What is most important for you to win those races. And the Democrats 
Democrats knew they could not lean on a Biden economy or the border policy. You couldn't talk about gas prices. Every time they did, they said something silly. Uh, yesterday, there was a Democratic representative from New York. We played a piece of audio of him saying yesterday that, hey, listen, in my family, when the when the cost of gas went up, the food budget went down and we ate Chef Boyardee. And that's what people are going to have to do. That's a nightmare of a policy position for the Democrats. But what they did well, and it looks like they're, they are doing well, and we don't know how these races are going to fall, but they are far closer than we've seen in other places. There has been a connection between Texas and Arizona when it comes to the border that's been very, very consistent. We know that Ron DeSantis jumped into the fray on the border issue by flying people to Martha's Vineyard and doing other things, and he won handily. So did Marco Rubio. They won Miami-Dade County which I believe went for Biden by 30 percent. Or was it Hillary Clinton? One of them won by 30 percent in Miami-Dade County. And at one point during the polling numbers, um, it was a huge lead for Rubio. So what's happening in Arizona? Is this a referendum? Is this Arizona voters saying that we is it election denial and democracy at risk? Is it abortion? Is it the fact that people are moving away from the kind of uh, caustic message sometimes from Donald Trump? And I don't know the answer to it, but we better start asking the questions. And I'm saying this, um, I, and I apologize, I'm saying this from a Republican perspective, that we have got to do a real assessment. And the idea that we're going to blame it on because it will happen when some people lose races. They will blame it on a stolen election. And I will say to you that if the Republican Party goes with that message in Arizona, I'm not saying they shouldn't fight for every vote and recount where they believe it's too close to call. I'm not saying any of that. I am saying that when it's all said and done, if they are talking about a stolen election and there is a big difference between making sure elections are as good as they possibly can be and saying that they are outright stolen, there's a big difference. I'm not saying come off the message of we've got to make sure our elections don't do what happened yesterday. That's a great message. But I am saying if they go down and say it was stolen from us, if you don't do a real assessment of why you saw what happened in Texas and Florida and it didn't happen here, even if they win some of these races, it certainly wasn't a blowout like it was supposed to be. You have to ask yourself, why was the governor's race in Georgia called so quickly and easily, but the Senate race is going to a runoff? These are valid questions. And the Republican Party in Arizona better start asking them. You got to do you got to be self-aware and they've got to get moving on it. Coming up in a moment, Gato's showing to me. It's the big Q poll question of the day. The Gato's big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Good morning, Gatos. Did we ever go to sleep? You know, what's funny is I got out of here at about a little after 10. And I went home, and I thought, I'm so exhausted. I got in bed. I didn't fall asleep till about 11.45. Yeah. I was just wired, you know? I, I woke up at, like, I probably got to sleep at 1, because we were at the station till 11 or so last oh, yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, I woke up at 3 and checked the results. And uh, you know what? I, I think everybody, you know, we had everybody in last night. I think we all kind of nailed it. Did you see? Uh, did you see the latest numbers from this morning? 
Yes, I think we yeah. all kind of nailed it. I yeah. think we're like, okay, Democrats took a massive lead. Uh, and, you know, right before I went to bed, I was like, okay, well, I just, I'll take the big race, the governor's race. All right, 167, 167,000 uh, votes. Hobbs was ahead. And yeah. we all said it on the air. It's not going to last. Yep. Uh, we don't know who's going to win, but we know that she's not going to be up by 167,000 no. when we woke she's up. She's less than 12,000 right now. There's no doubt. And that's what we said was going to happen. Listen, this is exactly what happened the last time in the primary. Huh? Lake was Lake was down yeah. uh, when we all went to bed. And then everything, you know, changed. And Robeson was, was, was you know, down when, yeah. we, when we woke well, up. So I think we nailed it last night. This is what we said was going to happen. But yeah. we still don't know who's going to win. Hamaday is within two-tenths of a percent. And Horn has actually overtaken Hoffman. So we have seen the shift, like you said. We called it last night. Based on history, we knew this was going to happen, or at least we we assumed it was, and this is going to be down to the wire in a lot of these races. Yeah, I think the big question is, where are all the other votes coming from? We've got we've got more votes to count, and uh, are they Democrat votes? Are they Republican votes? Yep. You know you're going to get independents in there somewhere, but you know where are those votes coming from? Uh, because we knew that uh, yeah. the people who went and voted yesterday at the polls, if they could vote because of the disaster yesterday, but you know, most people got to vote, and we knew which way that was going to go, and that's Absolutely. why Lake is, is caught back, caught up. All right, man, what do you got for a question? Uh, when do you think we would get the final election results in Arizona? Wednesday. Uh, Thursday or Friday, this weekend, December. <laughs> we'll see tonight. It's I know. We're, I think we're going to get some more, some more coming up here this morning. Right, we are, and then at seven o'clock tonight. Yep. So uh, we might be in. We might see where we are by then. Great question, man. It was good working with you last night. It was great working with you. I'm going to go take a nap. All right, thanks, Kato. <laughs> The BQ poll question today brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. We go back to the elections coming up here in just a few moments.